two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who Hello, and thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. I am Auntie Mags. I'm Aunt Pat. And uh, Pat, look at you. Uh, you know what? I'm actually having a hard time reading your facial expression today. What's going on in your mind? Oh, I have found equilibrium because I went to the doctor. I told you I had to go to the women's well. They had the women look at me, yeah. look at me as a woman at the doctor. Yeah, sorry and about that. Yeah. Well, you know, to be perfectly honest, I got myself in such a state going over there. I cried. I have no idea why. And then I got there and I was a wreck. And then I have a new doctor and she is the best. Her name is Dr. Well, Wu. Shout out to Dr. Phyllis Wu. Okay. Wu. Wu. Uh, I'm so happy for you. Because so so what what was this exam women's wellness because you had to get that before you got your physical so you could get a mammogram am I remembering that in the right order yeah it's I still don't understand all the paperwork and all the bureaucracy and all that but oh by the way you know what I don't know if there's a gown short shortage because of the pandemic or whatever when I got there first of all the nurse you know she hands me. She's like, this is the top and the bottom. I thought the top and the bottom what? separates. They were separates. Wow. It the top like one. Resort wear. Well, let me tell you, it wasn't. It was the top was barely could go over my breasts, and you know it opens in the front. The bottom was just you know those paper sheets. It oh, wasn't yeah, pants yeah. or culottes or shorts. It was simply a sheet. She said, "This mm-hmm. is the bottom." That's generous to say it was the bottom. It was mm-hmm. a thing to put over before. We got to business. I do find that to be bonkers because you're already going in there humiliated. You know, it's like, let me wear my own gown in there. Not talking about ball gown, but if you were told you could use uh, like one muumuu for every doctor's appointment where you have to get your charge looked at, wouldn't you wear you? I would buy one. What you are saying, I am nodding and agreeing Mm -hmm. because this, imagine if there'd been a fire because you know how you have to wait for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting and I thought, oh God, what if there's a fire? If I ran out, that would be it. I'd be out out there with a with a paper vest and no bottoms and then i would be like please determine that i'm dying because i can't live anymore now that people have seen this yeah but she was so from it really was but you know she did the whole thing she did the breasts and she did the pelvic exam and she gave me you know my pap smear you know it's hard not to clench but there i was a hero and i found out my blood pressure is high they're gonna put you on something i don't know well considering i came in crying the doctor said maybe you're just upset I bet you that's what it is because, you know, when you're stressed out, your, your blood pressure goes higher. Was she yeah. willing to give you some Xannies? No one has no one has agreed to give me Xanax yet. But you know what? Hope springs eternal because I've got another general appointment. So we'll see. But maybe they're just starting to note, you know, in the chat, you know, in the tip tapping, click clapping on the computer mm-hmm. all the time now. I bet mm-hmm. they write down every time she asks for Xanax again. And I bet it's just building up against me at this point. Yeah, maybe maybe ask for a different one. Throw in a Zoloft just to see what they do. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah, maybe maybe it's like one of those things where you have to know the secret code and Zoloft yes. is the code yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like if you want to get a refund from DoorDash, you tell them it was a sloppy delivery. Those are keywords. That's yeah. a hick. You know, what that reminded me of, it's like this whole process for you, It's it seems like a never-ending job interview for a job you don't want. I really don't because, you know, I, I got all excited because instead of the waiting for the physical, they gave me the reference, the reference. They gave me the mammogram papers and I got excited as though that's a good like, oh, I did it. And the reality is now I just have to go to a room full of strangers, sit around with a bunch of other women who are like, well, this is my life. And then some woman who who really has no grudge against me, but is, she's going to punish me. And that's the reward. And then mm-hmm. it's just a, it's just going, well, see you next year. 
And that's it until I die. You know, honestly, the thing that I'm happy about about this hysterectomy is that I only have to get a pap done every three years after that. Oh. Isn't that nice? Wow. That's living. You know what that is? (laughs) That's living. I feel like we're on a lanai with with drinks, with, you know, metal straws in them. We're living. Yeah, we are. Yeah. It's going to be a real hoot and a holler once this thing, six months from now, I'm going to be Riding high. I'll be only yeah. six months away from needing another mammogram. It, it, it's like Mardi Gras. Uh, well, you know, you know who I bet has an opinion about this. I'd be oh, surprised think, if she didn't. I think I do know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is our beautiful guest, a lovely friend. Welcome to the podcast, please, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, but however you identify. Aunt Wanda, hello. Hello, 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 ladies. I could not be more thrilled to see you. And I have got opinions already. Oh, oh my good. God. Uh, we love that. Yeah. We love, I love opinions. I really do. Especially, yeah. you know how you especially love your own, but I love yours too, Wanda. So tell, yeah, what's, what came to mind us talking about all our stuff? Well, I just think it's such an interesting coincidence that you just went and saw your gynae because I did too. Uh, I wanted to get my IUD replaced. And yes, I'm 54. I am postmenopausal. But I feel like you can never be too careful. Oh, wow. It never hurts to have the hormones, you know, because estrogen and progesterone are very good for your body. They are good for your body. And I, you know, this is the thing. If I can be, I mean, am I allowed to be candid? You have to be like that show Candid Cameras where they followed. Please be like that. That's all that we ask. Yes. If you'll be my Alan Funt, I will be your Candid Camera contestant. Well, we're all Funts. Fun ants. Yeah, that's what we call ourselves, Funt. So that works. Even we are automatically funt. We are Alan so funt. Funt, funt is not like a, a combination of fun and another word. It's 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 fun ants. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it yeah. now. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I just um, you know what? In this age of sex positivity, I'm just gonna say it. I have an active lifestyle okay yes Yes. mama oh tell us everything also just so you know this is a sex positive podcast and we we always are so excited to promote sex positivity so you live your you live your life and you tell us all about it as much as you want to disclose because we are here for it and you know what when i look at the two of you the first thing that comes to mind is sex positive. These ladies are positively sexual. Uh I'm at least sex neutral. Hey, sometimes just riding in neutral is a lovely way to coast. Oh yeah. Coasting. Like I took off the parking brake, but I was on a slight decline. That's it. That's it. That sounds like a metaphor for my life. Yeah. Yeah. We got to just get that parking brake back on (laughs) and take a look at it. Yeah. Now Wanda, you have a very free spirit about you. You have a free way about you, which Leads me to believe that you're getting things accomplished, if you know what I mean. And I love that you're you and an IED, and I love that you're being careful. Now, you're having it replaced. Did it rust? What's going on? Did part of it break off and it's floating in your body? I don't know how it works. I mean, is it tacky of me to say I just enjoy the process? Well, that is surprising because I got one because, not to brag, but I did have some precancerous cells in my uterus. So, oh, yeah, Max, yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I try, I try to keep it humble. And the things I was most nervous about, turns out I was right to be nervous about them. It hurt. It hurt real bad. Well, you know, um, it does hurt a little bit, but uh, it's a pain that I don't mind because it just reminds me that whatever pain you're going through right now, it's nothing like the pain of a baby coming out of you. And I just don't want to take any chances on getting pregnant, even postmenopausal. I mean, didn't Halle Berry have a baby in oh, her 50s? I don't know about that. But you do hear about it, right? Where I didn't know I was pregnant. I didn't know I could get pregnant. I didn't know I'd I didn't know that that dick still worked. I didn't. He lied. She lied. They lied. The whole rigmarole. Now, is your doctor on board? Because like you heard, my doctor won't give me Xanax, but it sounds like your doctor's like, I'll change this thing as often as you want. You know what? As long as I'm paying that copay, that's all she cares about. Yeah. God bless America. Am I right? I sometimes. So, you know, I want to say this. (laughs) I think you guys remember, I have uh, my, my little dreamboat, Vincent was a, a, and I didn't know I was pregnant, baby. And so my cousin Lisa carried him to full term and thought she had a kidney stone. And my sister called me in the morning and said, you want some hot goss? Uh, Lisa's on her way to the hospital for a kidney stone. Listen to his symptoms. Her back hurts. Her hip hurts. She can't stop going to the bathroom. She's got stomach pain. And Gina said, I would bet my life that Lisa's in labor. And when she got to the hospital, the doctor was like, take her up. She's got to get an ultrasound. She's super pregnant. And my aunt was like, we have a wedding coming up in September. It's March at this point. And uh, will it, will the baby be born before the wedding? The doctor's like, yeah, yeah, your baby will be born before the wedding. And then my cousin was like, uh, I got tickets to see New Kids on the Block. And in case you're wondering, was this 1989? No, it was not. It was 2017. And she said, will the baby be out before then? And the doctor was like, yeah. Yeah, this baby will be out. And my aunt finally was like, when do you think the baby's going to be due? And she was like, oh, honey, you're in labor. I'm going to call that bearing the lead. This doctor sounds fun. It sounds stressful. But yeah, she really let everyone in the room ask a question before she was like, surprise. Yeah. yeah, Well, at least it wasn't a a, a toilet baby. God bless her. My cousin didn't have a baby in her pants. I was so excited about that. Well, you know, all my nieces and nephews are are. older you know they're grown but the youngest one jack uh he's 20 now but he is 15 years younger than his next sibling and so you could say that he wasn't exactly planned i see it as a boon because i do tend to date my nieces and nephews friends um oh my god over 18 over 18 you know in europe it's very different god bless and that's you know europe I love you, Europe, and you have your own ways. And by the way, a European 14 is an American, like, 26, maturity-wise, so. They're yeah. a lot more loosey-goosey over there about stuff like that. Yeah. Anything problematic, they're much more loosey-goosey about. <laughs> truly, truly. You know, I... I uh, this is something I was just thinking of when you said that. You date your, your, your nieces and nephews, younger friends. That mm-hmm. makes you an elf. You know what I mean? An elf. If you pronounce it more Midwestern, like elf, then it's like an ant I'd like to, you know. Oh, yeah. You got to say it with that Midwestern A, <gasps> elf. Oh, my God. Mags, I think you just came up with my million-dollar idea. I was thinking of starting an OnlyFans, and <sighs> I think that might be my ticket. Aunt Strong yeah, Mom is doing be, it. Right? Yeah. Remem- and remember, elf ate <laughs> Remember? <gasps> Excuse me? Elf. Elf cats. <laughs> That's right. 
That's right. I am old enough to remember that. That was a delicacy on Melmac, but on you know in America. In America, it is. It's also a delicacy. I'm sorry. Excuse me. But it's heavily regulated, and usually not up to the person who owns it. You know what gets what happens to it. Right. Um, That's absolutely true. I'm afraid. Yes. You are an elf, Wanda. You're an elf, and I basically aspire to do what you're currently doing, but I don't know how to go about it. Now, you give off a youthful energy that, Mm. but you also give off like I've seen things and I know things. Yeah. Do you have any tips for other aunts out there who might say, well, gosh, you know, my nieces and nephews have friends that I've got my eyeball on. What's some, do you have any tips for how to accomplish this? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you know, some of them, yeah, two of my nephews played sports, you know, always attending those college games. Yes. Right. I'll be the aunt that, you know, maybe buys you some beer. Uh, and of course, I did a cocktail waitress for a long time uh, near DePaul University in Chicago. Mm. I felt proximity was always very helpful as well. And I you know what? My, I, no, I please. Do, did you ever, like, when you were uh, serving, the, you know, when you were being a cocktail waitress, mm-hmm. uh, did you think, like, were there people who would, like, walk in and you were like, and that one's for me? Or were you like, did you wait to be approached? Like, what's your, don't forget what you were going to say, but I, I got to ask before, like, what's your approach when you're being a cocktail waitress? I'm actually really glad you asked that, Mags, because um, just to clarify, most of my cocktail waitressing was in my 30s and my 40s. I feel like in my 50s, you know, my feet just couldn't handle it anymore to speak yeah. to uh, Pat's comment about like that I've lived some life that and not catching uh, on to the fact that I needed to wear SBF uh, a lot more frequently. So, you know, we got a little bit of a leather shoe uh, situation happening here. Um, but you know what? They have made strides in makeup. But well, I just I want you to know, I would never say that about you. And I don't think Pat would either. You don't look like a leather shoe. You look like a beautiful white patent leather. How about that? Shiny, oh, oh, yeah. beautiful. Like a buff, like a buff. You know, yeah. you can wear those buff shoes if to anything. They go with everything. You know, like I look at my hands sometimes and I think my hands got dipped and old, you know, but you don't look mm. like that at, that at all. And by oh. by the way, I totally hear you on the foot thing because, you know, I had heel spurs for many years. Like I couldn't have gone to Vietnam, basically, I guess. Or I could have. Yeah. Yeah. I would stick with the story that you were not able to go to Vietnam because of your feet, because that does seem to work out. It seems like a lot of people in positions of power couldn't go to Vietnam for various and assorted reasons. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you're wealthy enough to pull that one off. I bet the the wealth of my family, if, you know, I could have been blind and they still would have sent me, you know, you'll figure it out. You know, you've got your own special skills, smell, your smell's heightened, your hearing's heightened. Now go get them. Now just thank God that you were a woman, you know, and not considered an equal. So you weren't eligible to be drafted. Yeah, that's the silver lining, right? Is Mm -hmm. you don't have to go fight a war because we think you're incompetent and incapable and a disaster. Yeah, I suppose that yeah. would have worked out back then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your cocktail waitressing. You, what's right. your, uh, you know, you know, I this is I have a beef. I think this is this feeds into my beef. A lot of people consider uh, women of a certain age that date younger men as predatory. You know, cougars. We use that term cougars, which I think is 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 
tantamount to a hate crime, personally, because I'm not predatory. They come to me, my friend. I just, I just have this look. Uh, some of it could be like I wear a lot of rock t-shirts. Oh, I think yeah. that speaks. You got one of those ones that says CBGB? I've Get got off. the CBGB. Okay, I got a Nirvana shirt I picked up at Target. You've oh, got that one yeah. that has like igneous rocks on it too or whatever? I don't know that one. Oh, maybe that's something I, maybe, maybe that was a pattern that I, Oh, now going. I'm going to be obsessed that I don't know it. You know, anything that's pop culture that I don't know about, I, oh. I stress No, she's it. saying, when you said rock t-shirts. She was saying you oh. had an igneous rock T-shirt. Yeah, I. Fair you know enough. what? It was just gray because I was just trying to like you know jump in there because I couldn't think of one that she had, and I was like, oh, it's a gray, it's an igneous rocks. Why do I know well, that? Yeah. Still, yeah. Well, I'm I mean, just I'm impressed. Target. Just as a side note, Target has lots of great rock T-shirts. Mm-hmm. So if you can't make it out to see the bands. Especially bands from the 80s and 90s. They've got a lot of those right now. Mm-hmm. But I find that, I don't know, I'm just very approachable. Um, I don't know if, like, uh, you know, you, you wear cocktails, right? You get stuff stained on you. I don't know if it's just I gave off a lactation vibe that men were just, like, drawn to. Pheromones. Uh, like, just, yeah, just, like, you know, uh, subconsciously, like, oh, oh. I need to nurse and this is where I can get my sustenance from. Oh, my um, Lord. That, you know, it's just, that's what it is. It's proximity. And, you know, they say this a lot about um, certainly artistic professions, that a lot of it is where preparation meets opportunity. That's what luck is, right? Where preparation right. meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel the same way about my partners, about my sexual partners. Mm-hmm. It's where I, I, you know, I keep it all prepped and just wait for the opportunity to present itself. God, like now, a surgical room. When you say prepped, and, mm-hmm. what do you mean by that? Because I think that's something I've neglected to do for years and years. You know, it's a it's a real yard sale under here. Now, I would imagine part of that is tending the garden. Absolutely. I, you know, uh, uh, let's say just uprooting that garden altogether. Oh, <gasps> oh. you mean okay? Pave over mean, it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. pave over it. Yeah, did you pave paradise and put up a parking post, lot? Posting lot? Put up a park, that's right. I paved, that is absolutely true. You know, I never thought about that, but I bet that's exactly what Joni was talking about. I'm sure mm-hmm. she wasn't talking about, um, you know, commercialism or, or yeah. the environment or anything at all. I think that's what she was talking about is mm-hmm. uh, your uh, no no zone. Now, do or you. In my case. Yeah, my yes, I was going to yes. say. <laughs> What would um, they, when you have these young people down there, what do they, mm-hmm. do they give you any feedback? Because they seem so vocal these days. You know, they're telling you, do this, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, which I appreciate because they're right. You know, don't say this anymore because that's wrong, but do do this. Right. Are they giving you the same kind of like social justice feedback? What about you? Yes, yes. Mm. You know, I would say most of the feedback being given when they're in that area is being given by me in the form of detailed instructions. That's oh, fantastic. Sure. That's Ask, smart. Tell them what I mean, you want. 
That's right. That's right. And I will say that a lot of future girlfriends and wives have me to thank. Okay, when they find an age appropriate girl that they want to settle down with, I really should be getting more thank you notes than I actually have. I have received a few thank you notes. Oh, that's just Um, polite. But otherwise, you know, yeah, it's mainly me giving detailed instruction. But the feedback that I do get is... How is your skin so soft when you are so old? That way it might take me out of it. That might take me out of it just a little bit. It's a microaggression, to be honest. You know, honestly, it's how you choose to look at it, Mags. You know, I feel like society has, particularly with women, put this pressure on us that getting old is bad, right? Getting old makes you worthless. But I wear the word old as a badge of honor. I literally have a badge that (gasps) says old on it. That's fantastic. You know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid of somebody's going to get down there and be like, what's what's this old catches mitt? You know, well, I'm, I'm scared you, about that. Well, you know what? I'm a spinster and my body has not been ravaged by childbirth. And I'll tell you what, that does a lot for that area. You know, I wasn't blessed with having children. And I kind of, in in retrospect, I'm thinking, what a blessing. But also I was, my hand was forced because I couldn't. But also I have two you know, nieces and nephews who who actively, I think, wish me physical harm. But I also, I that whole area. Now, I have no, I don't have a lot to judge it against. But at least it wasn't turned inside out multiple times by yeah. bringing new people onto the surface of the planet. Oh my God! You guys do not want to know what I read about just this very morning that horrified me. I was reading an article on Instagram. It was oh, that's about for pictures, ho- Mags. It's it's pictures. Oh, dang it. That's right. Well, it was something Lincoln bio. Lincoln yeah, bio. Lincoln bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about the husband stitch. The husband stitch is what I'm guessing male doctors do to women who want to make sex more pleasurable for their mate after they've had babies. Mm. And it's, they truly... Sew it up down there. Well, it's like an episiotomy, right? Some women tear when no, 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 they no. give birth. Oh. It's not after birth treatment. It oh. is. It's Let me make this a tighter fit. Oh. It has oh. no medical purpose. And an elective. Yes. Oh. Yes. And it oh. doesn't work because the vagina is basically muscle. And muscles, as we know, expand and contract. Mm-hmm. So the way to keep things right and tight is to always do those exercises, you know? So it's needless pain, a form of female genital mutilation, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. And it's 100% for men by men. Instead of that, they should just, you know, while you're in the hospital giving birth, if they're so worried about it, why don't they also, while you're in the hospital, your husband gets his dick enlarged? Yeah, right. Why is anybody talking about fixed that? Fixed it. Fixed yeah. it. Yeah, there. Everyone leaves happy and no one, no one while they were under sedation gets an extra noodling around down there. It's already yeah. been a crime scene. Leave it alone. Let it rest. Well, what are they going to do about, you know, these men when they get older too have a hard time, no pun intended, or pun intent. You know what? I am yeah, going go to for own it. it. Go that for pun it. is intended because- Men have a hard, a difficult time as they get older maintaining. Mm-hmm. And I know we, there are medications for that, but, oh, how would you like it if you could just do a little snip snip to your private parts right. for my pleasure? Yeah. I mean, it goes back to, Pat and I have had this conversation a dozen times at least about like- Oh, I know. I've you been can, there. 
Yeah, like male uh, erectile dysfunction pills uh, are covered on insurance, but people can say, oh, I won't pay for a woman's birth control pill. Mm -hmm. But there's no questions asked about, you know, a voluntary thing where women need birth control pills for a variety of reasons, you know? There's so much to be done. And, you know, we could always always get to that conversation about mandatory vasectomies, which I think should be a thing. Oh. Reversible. I mean, you know, I can't and I won't watch The Handmaid's Stories, whatever that is. But I think I understand the concept a man's one where you put, you nominate a bunch of men to get a vasectomy and then whoever gets the most votes, sorry, you're up. And we do it every few months and the the person is, they can show it live or whatever. And it would really discourage, and they could read the list of grievances before they do it. And it would really discourage bad behavior, I think. I think so too. You know, it's interesting. I was just having this conversation with my dad because, you know, my dad is very Catholic. I was raised Catholic. I I mean, I don't know if this is too uh, dodgy to get into religion or anything like that. Uh, We've already talked about stitching up vaginas. Yeah. Okay. and, And honestly, you know, crotch decoration. So like, just go, go with it. Oh yeah, for sure. Follow this. Go, go. Well, I would, you know, I was raised Catholic. I no longer practice, but, um, you know, in the Catholic church, they don't believe in birth control. Obviously they don't believe in abortion. And I asked my dad, but I know that's not related. I know. Yeah. Or right. (laughs) No, actually gay people are acknowledged Oh, yeah, but real just, badly. It's, it's not mm-hmm. a sin to be gay. It's only a sin to act on your gay. Yeah, to have gay sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What a right. loophole. To actually be, you can be gay, but you just can't, you know, truly be yourself. Enjoy That's the all. perks of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, which, you know, side note, it is one of my greatest disappointments that none of my nieces and nephews are gay. I always wanted that. Hope springs eternal, though. Friends. You know, yeah. maybe they just haven't met the right person. Yeah, it could be late in life like me. So, okay, you were saying you did, you did. Sorry, yes, I uh, I get off subject so easily. Anyway, I was no, asking No, I'm pretty him, sure I... that's my fault. I'm pretty sure it's always my fault. Go ahead. <laughs> I was asking him, what is the Catholic Church's stance on vasectomies? Because if they're against birth control, women taking birth control or using any sort of birth control, and obviously women can't have, uh, aren't supposed to have abortions... Where does it fall for vasectomies? Is that would that be if a man got a vasectomy so that his wife could not get pregnant? Is that against the rules? That's my question. He didn't it's know gotta the be answer. A yes, I think it's got to be a yes, right? Because it's anything that intervenes with God's plan, and I did put that in quotes. Oh. I think it's a yes. I mean, that's oh. not my personal belief, right, I right, right. but I you. think you, yeah. it does fall under that. I just wondered because it seems the the rules seem to be geared more towards um, controlling women's bodies mm-hmm. more sure. so than men's bodies. So I right. wondered what if there was the double standard. So I'm going to have to bing that later. Yeah, you bing or whatever. Hey, yeah. yeah, what's your what's your stance on it? Do you think it's a birth control or not? I mean, one, I think there should be probably a thousand times as many vasectomies yeah. everywhere in the world. Um, due to literally everything that's happening on planet Earth currently. Um, I just, I get confused because I was raised, you know, in the, um, I I like to say like the Church of Mayonnaise, whites, you know, Mm -hmm. the Mm. not Catholic, you know, encompassing all the rest of it. Wasp. Yes, I am a wasp. I was raised amongst them. And here's what I don't understand, because we didn't talk a lot about God's plan in church at all. And then, you know, does God's plan only encompass people having children just willy-nilly all over the place? Because I look around myself and I think, oh, are we saying that this is God's plan? Because then I'm not that fond of the fella 
or the woman in the sky because this plan blows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something I've always thought of as interesting is like when, it, when it's people trying to not get pregnant, it's intervening with God's plan. But when it's people who don't recycle, it's not. But I thought you believed that God created this green earth, right? They call it God's green earth. Mm-hmm. So why are you okay with everyone destroying probably the biggest thing that God made, but you won't let a lady, you know, take the pill or a, a gentleman wear a condom or however you identify wearing whatever sexual protection you use? That I don't, you know, that's an excellent point. I don't get it either because there are too many people on the planet. That is part of the reason that we have the climate disaster that we have. If you believe that climate change is real, I don't want to offend anybody out there that's stupid. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, having more children, it just it is it uses up more resources and the planet's yeah. already dying. And we yeah. got to talk to two groups about this. Okay. The Catholics who don't believe in birth control mm-hmm. and the Amish. And I don't know how we're going to get a hold of them, but my, uh, we'll, know, have to sis- dr- we'll have to drive near them. <laughs> yeah. But my sister's work, my sister has a, a very nice Amish gentleman, you know, doing some work in the house. And so he was telling us that there are 152 nieces and nephews in his family. But it's- none of them have computers. So maybe it's only like having 70 of regular ones. Why is what, for what the is earth? The compu- oh, okay, for the yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah. They're not using lithium batteries or whatever, unless they go on Rumspringer and never come back. And that should be the rule. You can have as many kids as you want, but if they go on Rumspringer and don't come back, then you owe the state X amount of dollars. That's actually oh. very good. Except here's the only drawback to that. Majority of Amish people that go on Rumspringer come back after it. Isn't that nuts? That's wild. Could oh, I go, go back? You. Well, you weren't born Amish. No, but could I, could they dress me in their clothing? And if I came back, well, like, do they accept new members, the Amish? Are they I taking think applications? So. I think like you ought to be just born want to convert it. to, no. Yeah, convert. Like, what if I like married somebody, in? No, you're just born into it. You, gave, you guys both gave me an ingenious idea and inspiration. Rumspringa. I need to find out where these young people are going on Rumspringa. Oh, you would get destroyed. Oh, it's oh. a whole year of all Sexually, you'd be destroyed. Muscles? Yeah. I mean, they're woodworking. They're putting oh. up bonds. They're putting up, you know, decks. They're woodworking. But They're I'm hard workers. Yeah. Yeah. I would need a husband them. stitch after that. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you did that, I would give you one. You know, we're such good friends and there's no secrets among us. I no. would I would give it to you. You know, the thing is about that is I, I think... Rumspringer, isn't it 17 to 18 mm. or is it 18 to 19? If it's 18 to 19, you're then all we're right. In business, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe they make it 17 to 18 so that, that, that the older women can't just pounce on them as soon as they leave the property. Because yeah. that's something that I would do. If you could see them leaving, leaving the homestead, I'd give them a ride to the city, if you know what I mean. That's you know what right. I would do is I would wait a, I would wait a month. Let them get acclimated. You know, a lot of them have bowl cuts. Like, let them get citified a little bit. Let them see what they're like. And then, you know what? Teach them, teach them some new tricks. But you know what I learned also talking to the, my sister about the, the guy that does my sister's house is they, uh, they, they have much more relaxed rules 
before uh, they come back from Rumspringa. So like, and not just Rumspringa himself, I'm like, they could go crazy on Rumspringa, but as long as they come back, they're forgiven, whatever. But they can have cell phones under the age. They can do, you know, like there's a whole bunch of like little things they could do that they wouldn't normally be allowed to do once they confirm their dedication to the church. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought they were just born with, and someone put a bonnet on them and told them to use this stick to make a house. Yeah. Make, Make butter somehow. You figure it out. Yeah. That is part of it though. You know the first thing I would go for? Zippers. If I was Amish, mm. give me a zipper right away. Ziploc no, bags, I mean, can they, they use those? Do you guys do the same thing that my grandma used to do and my mom and aunts and my sisters, which is use a Ziploc baggie and feel so guilty that you rinse it out yes. and let it dry and then use it until eternity? Yeah. Absolutely. I feel guilty anytime I buy anything plastic, honestly. I bought, I did buy some of those silicone um, reusable, you know, baggies. But sometimes, like, especially, like, if I'm traveling, because I really love I do love to travel you know spring break is how always happening somewhere rum and the that's right rum, it's rum spring a break <laughs> rum spring a break I mean Lauderdale in April is just a sight to behold I'm sad uh, I missed it last year it still went on from from what I remember seeing in the in the news is that people were very idiotic did they remove uh, the fort they removed the what? The fort. Didn't it used to be Fort Lauderdale? Is the fort gone? Did it go out to sea? Was it too close oh, to the water? Pat, I'm so sorry. I was using Young Speak. Oh. Okay. Oh, they call it Lauderdale? Tra- I got caught. That's how you know. Well, that's good to know. You know what, Wanda? After this, I'm going to ask you to just send me some terms that you have, just so I don't get caught like that again. Because can you imagine? I'm at Lauderdale, and I'm, you know, dancing, and I'm wagging it, and the whole thing. And then, you know, I say, hey, hey. Hey, excuse me, did the fort float away? And then they just, you know, they make, they move to the yeah. sides. They move away from me at the club. You know what? I will send you a link to the Urban Dictionary because it is my Bible. Oh my God. Okay. Can you send that to us both? Uh, you know, we're talking about all these vacations and traveling and, yeah. and all these fun things you do, but we haven't told everybody uh, how story. we met yet. I was in Los Angeles getting a spray tan. I fly there for my spray tan quarterly. How often? Oh, okay. Quarterly. Quarterly. I only trust the spray tan artists in Los Angeles. I mean, where else can you get a spray tan like they do there? And we were at the Grove Farmer's Market, is I believe, because I had set up, well, it was off the Grove because I couldn't legally get a stand inside of of the Farmer's Market there. But I sell my uh, sand paintings, um, which are also on my Etsy shop. Oh, yeah, we're going to figure out how to link to that. And then we'll do that for you. Yeah. What's yes, the name I'm of gonna, it again, Wanda? Yeah, what's the name of your Etsy shop? It's the same as my TikTok. As you know, I have my TikTok. I'm which so impressed. Is, yeah. I've got almost 200 followers on it. Whoa, so I'm whoa. blowing up at Hot Spinsta. And that's S-P-I-N-S-T-A because that oh keeps it young. Do you have an Instagram right. account? Because I would do Hot Spinster on Insta. I've got my Hot Spinster on Insta. And it's also my Etsy store where I sell sand paintings. And so anyway, I had a stand. And you ladies, if I can just say, it meant the world to me because you were the only two that came up to my stand that day. I feel like you saw me oh, well, my art. I yeah, didn't did. know what sand painting was. I thought you were painting individual grains of sand. Mm, And I thought, well, that I've got to see because this person has 
like so many people in in that city, this person's lost the, the mind all the way completely. But that's not what it is. No, no, it's uh, it's those sand paintings where you take glue and you create, you know, your uh, your work, mm-hmm. and then you take different colored sand and you just sprinkle it on there, and it just it, it's a it's a masterpiece. It is it's a lost art, is what it is. It oh. is. It is so lost that I think you might be the only person doing it. Yeah. Thank you. You're yes. welcome. I honestly, it, it saved my life. Did it really? I'm so I glad. This. Yeah. We're so, we're so lucky that you found it and that it saved your life. And also when we were walking up there, Pat, remember? And I looked and I said, is that really Bonnie Raitt? And it turns out it was your sand painting of her. It was so yeah. realistic. And as you know, I do, I sometimes do need new glasses because so it was a little, I was like, she's a little blurry, but then, we get up there and that did give us something to talk about because oh. it was your masterpiece. So Thank what, what, you. how did it save you? How did you find it? And then we'll get back to the story about us, but, but tell everybody, cause this is a magnificent story. Well, I, you know, ironically, it was at a spring break that I went to in Cancun and uh, I was on the beach playing beach volleyball. Mm. And for some reason, the ball never was coming to me. Okay. And then pretty soon I found these girls in their little string bikinis started tripping me up. And I think it's because the men were paying attention to me, Mm. frankly. Right. Exactly. Because at that age, you still think other women are competition. Right. That's right. That's you haven't age, yeah. learned about the sisterhood yet. Oh, right. And the pants that go along with it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The travel. Oh, if these pants could talk. You're a sister who travels in their pants. That's yeah. for sure. Right. Oh, my God. And sisterhood of the traveling ants. Oh, my God. Write that down. Make a note of that. Write it up. Oh, my Pitch God. It. Oh, my God. That's where you get our jackets when we get the when we get the bus to go, to go to Myrtle Beach. And you are invited to this. It's going to say we're going to get spray paint on the side. Sisterhood of the Traveling Ants. And we'll go on all of our trips. Holy I would hell. love that. We could rent a, uh, a one of those party vans every <sighs> from every city that we travel to. Yep. Uh, that has a strip of pole in the middle of it. Oh, yes. Yep. I want to learn to do that. Yeah. Work yeah. on that, those core exercises. But anyway, I was falling in the sand. And then, I don't know, the sun was starting to set. And it was shining on me in just a way that the sand was making a pattern down my leg. And it was like, you know, it was like the little idea bubble just kind of formed on top. And I said, this is a masterpiece. First, I was referring to my body. Yeah. But then I meant the sand because I said, this is my calling. This is a sign from the goddess above. Yeah. This is to be my life's work. You know what I love about that, about the order mm -hmm. you did things in? It's like Clark Kent and Superman, right? Your body is what you are. The sand is what you can do, right? That's how how Clark Kent describes it. You know, Clark Kent is who I am. Superman is what I could do. That's your superpower. I think it is. I really think it is. Um, The sad thing about that Bonnie Raitt painting, though, I did send it to her, and uh, it was abruptly sent back because they thought thought it was anthrax. You know, unfortunately, that's the world we live in now, ladies. That is the world that we live in. Had some of it become loosened? Had the glue? Yeah. Gone stale 
a little did, bit. Yeah. It got you the did. package, I guess, and they just they shook it and just heard the sound of the granules shaking around, and they just didn't want to chance it. So they marked it return to sender, and it came right back. Oh, my God. Speaking of anthrax, though, did you have that rock T-shirt? <laughs> That's right. I did have the anthrax. I picked that one up at Dollar Tree, though. Yeah, get it in there. Cheap. I love that. I much prefer Dollar Tree to Dollar Store. I don't know if anyone's ever done mm-hmm. that that comparison lately. Yeah. But Dollar Tree, everything's organized. There's like a, a story almost if you walk in and go up to aisles in order. It's mm-hmm. telling a story. Dollar Store says the apocalypse has happened and we just shook everything in here. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way about Dollar General. Dollar Tree is like a paradise compared to. And I want to say this. I'm sorry Bonnie Raitt did that to you. And if you still have that, I would love to buy that from you. Remember how I, I almost bought it that day, Pat, but I didn't have any cash on me? She didn't because we'd been mugged. It was cash only, and I don't have any of the apps that you can transfer. Oh, neither did we. Neither do we. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have that. We had just been mugged that morning. Well, Um, it was mugged by our own idiocy because we'd been, um, someone on the street said, can I tell you your fortune? And, you know, it was our first time being in Los Angeles, and we Mm -hmm. thought that, oh, wow, this is too good to be true. Everyone out here is psychic. And... um, so, you know, she read Mags's fortune and then she said, and you give me your wallet. And we did. You do what the psychic tells you to do. Exactly. Right. And we were like, oh, there's like newfangled like tarot cards or whatever. They're going to be looking in your wallet to tell you like what your life story is, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out, no, she just was uh, she just wanted to steal from us. And I wish she walked we away so slow. Before. Yeah. But I wish we had caught on before she got yours. Yeah. I'm just going to send it to you gratis. <gasps> no, Wait, is that like FedEx? That means overnight free in a different oh. language. Oh my! Well, of course. Excuse me, world traveler. Oh, you know what? She's she has so many great places to put a piece of a big piece of art like that because that's a statement mm. piece. Oh my god! You know what I wish I could do? If I could just figure out how to get it built into my ramp. You know how they do that thing with plexiglass? They put over it. You know, I had to replace my stairs with a ramp because one of our friends is is an interior decorator. We're not allowed to say she's an interior designer. If I could just do that, then I'm looking at this life-changing piece of art every time I get to... I mean, I do have to run up there pretty quick. I got to get momentum. But every time I run up my ramp, you know, if I got to just glance at that, oh my God, it would make me so happy. I would love for you to make a video of you running up that ramp and put it on my TikTok. No, Josie's going to have to help. Because I don't have, we don't have Tic Tac yet. Okay. Oh, do they don't have it there? No, I don't think it's come to our part of the there? country yet. Oh. I think they're doing it in stages, and I think we might be last. Well, I mainly do, you know, they love to do the lip syncs on the TikTok. I do lip syncs of old Rhoda episodes. Oh, my God. Wow. Bethany Harper, may she rest in peace. Yeah, uh, how how long are your Tic Tacs? Uh, they're usually about 90 seconds. I find that the young people can't pay attention past that. Yeah. That's true. And Pat, yeah. did, you, did you know that Valerie Hopper is no longer with us? Oh, come on. Yeah. I'm sorry. She passed. Pat. Yeah, and I didn't want to say this on the top, at the top of the show, but we took a hit yesterday. What happened? Mac from Night Court died. No. Oh, can we dedicate this in his memory and in Valerie Harper's memory? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I loved Mac. He was really holding that whole night court together. You know, he really, he was the quiet hero of that whole program. Oh, rest in peace, Mac. What if he would, in a million years, when you get to heaven after me, if he announces your entrance and Johnny Cochran is there, 
Uh, you know, and like, what if Dan Fielding and Christine and then Ball and uh, Roz, and they're all there, and he announces your entrance like you were Harry Stone, who's also there. That's my heaven. That's my heaven. Wanda, we've been talking a little bit about that heaven can, is anything that you want it to be. And there I am in an episode of Night Court being introduced. I only want one person greeting me when I get into heaven, and that is Harry Styles. Oh, oh God. I mean, I don't wish death. I just want to clarify that. But to me, he's, he's my sweet spot. That's the sweet spot right there. Now, he, you know, you wh- can tell he kind of like... Is comfortable with an older woman, yeah. you know. Now, I have to ask you, Wanda, this has kind of been mm. in on my mind a little bit, knowing that you are such a, you are a sex positive person. You are happy. You're doing the things that make you happy. And you're not hurting another single person. Now, do you ever catch eels? Eels? Yeah, I've um, heard that before. Do you ever catch eels for these people? What does that mean? I, I'm a, oh my God, I'm going to have to go in my urban dictionary. Is yeah, this? Look that up. Cause I heard that somewhere. It's when you, um, you don't mean to, cause you're in just a physical relationship, but then you catch eels and you, um, become embroiled. Like you want a relationship, oh, you know, Pat, Pat, I think it's catch feels. Oh, uh, I think it's catch feels. Cause I heard Josie and Dominic saying it the other night. You know what else they said? Something was sus. What's the rest of that? I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. I think suspicious, maybe suspect. Oh, I thought eels was just a non sequitur. Okay. Feels like feelings. Getting all the feels. Yeah. Does that ever happen? Does that ever happen to you? Do you accidentally catch eels? Feels? You know, that's a great question. Yeah. Like to quote exhibit. Do you be catching bitches while bitches be catching feelings? Um, Listen, I am not a, I'm not made of, stone. I'm not made of concrete. I do have feelings. And, you know, sometimes I have found myself starting to fall. But I find the second you start feeling an authentic emotion, that is when you need to cut it off. Mm-hmm. Cut bait. Yeah. Cut That's bait. Right. And the bait could cut be bait eels. on that eel. That's right. You know, I'm so programmed. We've talked about this so much on this podcast. I'm so programmed to live in this patriarchal society and everything. Mm. And I, I realized, I just asked you, do you have a catchy eels feels? And I should have also asked, does the young people ever catch feels back oh, at they you? All How the could time. they not? All, all the time. time. That's what I thought. That's what I figured. Yeah. So you have to really be aware. Now, what is, do you have an example of like an, an instance where you could tell that they were catching them and you had to cut it off, but it wasn't blatant. They weren't explicit. They didn't tell you, but something happened. And you're like, uh oh, this is, this is over. Yeah. Yes. Well, I did get a dog recently. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you so much. That's the closest to motherhood I'm ever going to come. Yeah. And, but I'll tell you, I did have an ulterior motive in getting a dog. You know, oh. um, they are magnets. They are mm. magnets. You go out yeah. walking around. They're not just chick magnets, my friend. They're they dick magnets. magnets. They're people <laughs> magnets. What you, they're yeah. dick magnets. We, we both said they're dick mag- magnets at the same time. Yeah, dick magnets, yeah. But also, you could be, you know what? Uh, having, a, having a penis doesn't, doesn't make you a man, just like having a uterus doesn't make you a woman. So exactly. gen- we believe gender is fluid, and you identify however you identify. And if you think that dogs are adorable, it's going to make you talk to a gorgeous woman, do it. That's absolutely. And, I, I, you know, and that's what happened. I met 
uh, a young gentleman. Uh, he was about 27. And right in the pocket. Right in the pocket. Right in the pocket. Yep. It's that, it's that, uh, what, that's the same age that uh, uh, all the rock stars die, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, Jimmy Just Hendrix, check your t-shirts. Amy Winehouse. That's yeah, right. check your t-shirts. Oh, right. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Pat, did you know about Amy Winehouse? Don't tell me. I don't, I really don't want to know. Okay. Okay. We won't say anything further then. Anyway, we, it started getting serious and be, and I knew it was getting serious when he offered to walk the dog. Oh. When I was not home. Oh. To me, that is tent. That is that is the same as I'll pick you up from the airport. Yeah. That is the same as will you marry me or do right. you want to move in together? Uh, offering without paying a dog walking fee. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, right. Is there any- and he was... A professional dog walker. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... But he offered it, to do that gratis. Okay. Yeah. Was there any uh, indication that maybe he was setting you up to rob your house? Because then you could stay with him. Oh, Mags, you know, I did not... I did have to pay on all our dates. I knew that he... I Listen... That's what you sign up for. That's what you sign up for when you got somebody much younger. And I'm a feminist, damn it. I'm a feminist and I don't expect a man to pay for me. Wow, that really makes, you know, I'm going to have to get back in touch with Trey. Wait, can I ask who's Amanda? You just said, I don't expect Amanda Amanda pay I don't expect a a gentleman to pay. Oh, she meant, okay. A man, a man, a man too, a man too. Now, why isn't that a name? A man too. A man. This is my daughter's Amanda and a man too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Amando. Wouldn't that Amando? I love Amando. I love a portmando. It's a beautiful wine. Mm. Um, so I'm curious, you know, we've never talked about this because we've, we've really heard about your exploits and I've been so bowled over by them, Wanda. Are you interested in, you know, do you feel like, oh, if I met the right one, maybe I'd want to like be monogamous or are you like, you know what? Life's very short. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy myself and it's not important to me. Oh, wow. That is a heavy one, Pat. You really brought the heavy stuff this time, well, didn't you? I this accidentally sometimes do. Yeah, it's yeah, hard hitting. I'm hitting. like Barbara Walters. Yeah, or yeah. a better one. <laughs> That's right. You're and like, I'm a like David Muir. Yeah, I'm like David Muir. That's sexy. Would you, David yes or no? Muir? Is yeah. he the one from ABC? Because I do watch my 2020s every week, and always when he comes in at the end to tag it with the beautiful blonde woman, they say, that's it for 2020 this week. They always look at each other like they're about to do it. Yeah. And Pat, tell her who your your first love is. Josh Mankiewicz. Oh, wait, who's Josh Mankiewicz? Oh, Wanda. You know what? (gasps) We should should meet somewhere and have some wine and turn on a dateline, and you can see the world's cuddliest teddy bear. Josh Mankowitz. He's the entirety of my Mank Bank, and I love him so much. So I'm just curious. And by the way, if it's heavy and you're like, I don't, you know, it's been such a terrible year and change that I wouldn't want to put you in a place where you get too thoughtful, you know? Right. Well, um, I will say, first off, while I am generally speaking non-monogamous, I am monogamous when it comes to my uh, news magazine programs. Yes. And, and I feel like if important. I were to watch Dateline on NBC, that would be cheating on 2020 on ABC on yeah, ABC. Anyway, you know what? I am not 
meeting a man that is what some may call age appropriate. I am not against it. You know, if we vibe, we vibe. You know, I'm all about Mm. vibes at all times. I mean, that's why I'm friends with you ladies. We vibe. You you are good vibes. And I feel like our vibrations intermingle in a way that is um, transformative. I agree. Wow. I I guess so. I guess I feel that way too, now that you said it. Yeah. Now, are you still making your own line of lingerie? I am. Thank you. It's all I'm using. What I'm doing is, you know, because we do care about the environment, uh, I upcycle a lot of Thank the you. lingerie. Um, you know, I you know I had my my freegan period uh, where I was getting the food um, out of the dumpsters behind the grocery stores, the perfectly good food. Yeah, that they throw out. But you got bit by that um, raccoon. Yeah, that's right. We couldn't that. That was scary. When I heard you say that, I've been bit by a raccoon now, and I love you, and I think what you're trying to do is so beautiful, but I was also like, okay, have we all learned a valuable lesson here? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I was technically feral for for a year and a half. Yeah, Yeah, no one would let you in. Mm -mm. Yeah, and also, remember, the big rabies is telling a story, you know? They say 32 shots are on the belly button. It's not that. That's big rabies. That's big rabies telling oh, yeah. you that. Well, so I um, started going to dumpsters uh, behind clothing stores and thrift stores. And uh, and also um, what I find comes in handy to items that have been left behind at a laundromat. Oh, now I thought so, you were going to say Victoria's Secret, even though they're horrible. But they're like redoing it and they got Megan Rapini to come in and make it hot. I saw that. They're going to be rebranding and changing everything. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, but you never um, but went yes. there to find them? No, I did not go to Victoria's Secret because I found uh, as a, a smaller-breasted woman. A perfect-breasted uh, woman. Yeah, thank oh, you. Thank well, because you. You don't me, have to say that. It's yeah, true. Let me just ask. Let me just ask. Who determines what the the... the, the the, the right sizes, I'll tell you right now, men. That's right. That's right. And so, and you know what? There's that old adage. Some would say that that a handful is 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 enough. And right? whose hand are we using? Excuse yeah. me. Maybe it's your own hand. A handful of my own tit is perfect. Don't look for some strange hand out there. That's yeah. what my advice to young girls, if you're listening, which you're not, because no one under 50 is listening to this, but yeah. your own hand you, sh- you could have as much tit as your hand or less or more. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, that makes sense what I said, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. A perfect sense. You're saying um, use your own system of measurement on your own self and you see how you like it. Right. That's right, yeah. System of measurement is subjective. Mm-hmm. Uh, why can't it we really get on is. the metric system over here? Yeah, that's something she's been pushing for for a long time. It's unbelievable. It's so embarrassing, honestly. It is and if I could do the math in my head, I would only use metric, but it's impossible. It's so hard to convert. It is. That's the thing is I learning a whole new system. I don't know, but I barely know the system we work under now. Amen. And, and why do we of- have to be, have a system imposed on us at all? Why can't we all just choose our own back to system. your point, yeah. our own measurements? And right. that's the thing too. It's harder to convert our system into metric than it is to be a convert into Amish. They don't mm. accept they don't accept yeah, new, that's new applicants. True. That's true. Well, I think your lingerie is beautiful. Thank it's you. A, it's, unex, it's unexpected because it covers places that you wouldn't expect, and it exposes places that you 
didn't see coming. It's very, it's surprising. You know, it's the kind of lingerie that if you wore it, your partner might say, oh, were you attacked? And you're like, no, this is on purpose. That's right. You know, uh, my biggest seller is my gut panties because it is, and now don't be mistaken here because while I'm sex positive, I'm body positive as well. So it's not some sort of spank situation. It's just a very sexy, light lace area that covers up that prop that our midsection the our pooch. midsection is mm-hmm. always in that 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 stomach area i know it's it's a you know it's a problem area for me right and i and i use the word problem loosely okay oh yeah like it's not like the river's you know burning up and the and the you know uh, the bears not having ice to stand on it's very small in the but i get it because you know sometimes it's not about like what i look like i just don't want it there it feels like uh you know i i would prefer just to be able to you know get into tight spaces but i can't do that anymore yeah it's all about draw, drawing attention to the parts of you that you want to emphasize so that's why i have the gut panties that just cover up the gut but stop just at the uh, pubis. Mm-hmm. And then, how do they stay on? How, how, how do they stay on? Because if I remember this correctly, there's no like thong or anything going up the waz and there's nothing in the mm-hmm. front, right? No, it's just a little elastic band that uh, goes around the waist. It's almost like, like yeah, it's, it's like exactly, that's bib? exactly, it's a bib for I your gut. That. Oh, yes. That's I love horrible. it. Yeah. I haven't worn mine yet because, um, it would just be me looking at it. But as soon yeah. as I can get out there and have someone else look at, at it, I'm going to. Now, wait a second. Also- wait one second. I, you, I think you might have been saying the same thing I was about to say, Wanda, which is you got to do things for you. Don't wait yeah. for somebody else to wear a sexy mm-hmm. bib. You do it for you. And then if they happen to catch it when they're lucky enough to be in whatever room you're going to do your business in, mm-hmm. lucky then. But yeah. you got to enjoy it. That's right. And you know what? This might be your OnlyFans, Pat. Okay. Yeah. Can we? Oh, can we back up? Can we back up to that? What is? What do you? What? What is that? What is that? Sports. It's sports, right? Oh, is no? Is it? No, no, no. It's it's like those um, girls. What is it? I assumed you knew. I am so sorry. Uh, OnlyFans is, um, okay, a lot of people associate it with porn, all right? Like, you can start your own site where people will pay to watch you do whatever it is you do, okay? And, um, yes, are there a lot of uh, porn artists that utilize OnlyFans? Yes, they are. But per the Hulu documentary about Hulu about uh, OnlyFans, which I highly recommend you watch, it's expanded into all sorts of different people. It's basically you're creating your own channel. You don't have the gatekeepers telling you what you can do and what you can't do. You create your own channel with your own content. And if you want that to be sexual, you can. Or if you want it to be, I suppose it could be cooking, it could be gardening, it could be, it could be an OnlyFans, I mean, and people pay for subscriptions to your OnlyFans. Could it be a podcast about two ants and and then they have fun guests? Yeah. Probably not. I don't see why not. I saw Wanda's face. I think she's (laughs) 
thinking maybe, maybe not, but you know what? It's more a visual medium, I think, than an, an audio. Um, and this, I feel like really is an, an audio medium because, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's terrific. So you're on this thing. And then what kind of content are you putting on yours, Wanda? On my OnlyFans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, um, I'm not particularly comfortable. I'm comfortable with my body. Don't get me wrong. but I'm As not- you should be. Oh, thank you, ladies. But I, uh, I do not elect to show my body on my uh, my naked body on my OnlyFans. What I do is I I make beautiful birthday cakes, and then I uh, okay, I correct myself because I do show this body part. I go barefoot and I stomp all over the birthday cakes. And I'll tell you what, I'm starting to see some returns on it. $200 last month. Oh my God. How many, now what was your cake budget? Yeah. Well, that was closer to a grant. Okay. (laughs) Because I only use all natural organic ingredients. That's so smart because you only, it's your body. It's your body. Um, So Is it a whole cake? Yeah. Is it the whole, an entire, well, that makes sense. Or do you taste some first? Do you taste some first and turn it so the camera can't see? Uh, Yes, I do do the taste test because I think even though nobody is tasting that cake, I need to know in here that it's a delicious tasting cake. Because you won't stop on it the same way. Exactly. Yeah, but not you, with the yeah. same respect. Right. Right. You know, I'm, I, I've heard of this before, that a lot of people are into feet, which I find mm. just, and this is no offense to you, I really, I, you have beautiful feet. I've seen them in, in thong sandals before, and they are oh, something to behold. But feet are um, evil. They're bad. Yeah, they, they're a yeah. way to get from to to fro. And boy, maybe that's just because I've seen my own feet. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, I shouldn't say this. I don't mean, I, you know what I wanted to say? This is such old thinking, weirdos. But you know what? God bless you. If feet do it for you, God bless. May you have a blessed and beautiful life and may you be smothered in feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, but I, it, but the reality is there's a lot of people out there that love them. They love I looking know. at them. Yeah. Listen, I'm doing sex say, stuff with them. Yeah. It's not my thing either, but you know what? I go to where the demand is. Oh, it's supply and demand. I mean, it's yeah. about, yeah, it's about recognizing the market. Honestly, that's more capitalism like, than I thought would we'd ever hear from you. But I guess you got to do what you got to do. You know, it's the world we live in, unfortunately. And yeah. you got to go where the market is. And that's sand paintings. And that's feet stomping on cake. And hopefully, I don't laundry. make the rules. I yeah. don't make. And you're you're like that laundry. blonde woman. You're like that blonde woman on cable who who yells about you should have a savings account. You're like mm. her. You have such good advice because you said mm. go where the market is. And you know what? You seem awfully happy. You're good at it. Why not? All these other idiots are doing it. You know, the one that sells the Amazon and the other one. Mm -hmm. You know, I appreciate that from you ladies. And I think that's why we're friends because, you know, it's so easy to go into the comments on your multiple accounts and really be brought down by the haters, as the kids say. And it's nice to know that I have supportive friends out there who get me, who support me. And while... you may not be ready to wear my lingerie yet. That's not going to stop me from continually sending it to you. Dude, this is, I think, what friendship is. And I think this is what they call mutual respect. Will I ever put my feet in cake? No, I don't want to. Yuck. Would I send it to people? No. You know, um, will I ever be brave enough 
to wait outside the Pennsylvania Dutch country and and seize upon a young Amish guy. Look, I'm going to be honest. I don't think that's going to happen. But I'll be damned if I don't respect the hell out of you. And you yeah. should be writing, by the way, you should be writing romance novels. You should be writing books, how-to books about how to capitalize on the beautiful, unusual internet, the people who are on there. Because you, everything that you say is worth hearing, and you are an inspiration. I'm trying Speaking to get of, on Masterclass. I am trying to get on Masterclass. And you should be. And I, I do have to ask a question. Are you still reading romance novels on your, uh, you know, the, doing the voice work for it? Are, do you, are you still doing that? Uh, the romance novels? Um, you know, what, audio. That, has, uh, audio, right, yeah. that has petered out a little oh. bit, I have to say. I don't know what has happened. Maybe it was because I started requiring too many takes because I wanted rewrites on the sexism. Uh, Can you explain a change? Can you explain some of the changes you fought for? Oh, I would love to. You know, I was reading this one called The Wind Beneath Her Wings. Oh, was it a a Beaches theme? You would think so, but no, it wasn't. So problem number one. Uh, It was about a a female um, pegasus. Oh, you know, wow. the, those are the ones, right? With the with the with the the wings and then the and then the horses, the horse behind like the TriStar the horse. TriStar pictures. Yes. Yeah, that, that type. That's a, something like that. Yes. And and they kept trying to uh, make this Pegasus. The whole journey for this Pegasus was to find a human male to mate with because this Pegasus would not be a uh, would not become a full woman until she was oh. impre- a human woman until she was impregnated by the male and I just felt like that messaging was completely sexist so, and it's not. confusing yeah, it's also it's, terribly it's, confusing it's, yeah because I'm sitting here thinking does the fact that this guy's got to do it with a horse before they turn into a woman? <laughs> That's to me. It's like what uh, are we this, promoting here? But also, but, if that horse is a, a Pegasus is there, they should be a whole. They're already whole. They don't need to be completed by a man. That's but right. also, yeah, yeah. But both are kind of problems. You know? Yeah, but problematic maybe, on very many levels. Is that yeah. a bestiality? That sounds more like bestiality romance novel. Which did I just invent that? Because can we point some of their energy? Because animals can't give consent. Could we maybe mm-hmm. point some of these? sweet people who they can't help it they just really you know they want to they want to you know a wolverine or whatever can we give them content that helps them to alleviate the pressure there that that doesn't involve them sneaking up in the woods well what about animal sex dolls oh oh i i love that you know i would go in on something like that with you like a like a shark tank or whatever right Right, because exactly what about very lifelike nearly taxidermy but that's soft where it needs to be it's damp and soft where you Hmm? I don't know if that's the market we want to tap into. Oh, I, I wasn't invited to this, but is this because that sounds like, oh, if you like this, you'll love the real thing. You know what I mean? It sounds like a, a, a toe in the water. And by oh, the maybe way, oh. what about what about this, Megs? What about this? When you're done, it bites you. Oh, real hard. Like it takes it off. Well, I don't know where it bites think, you, but it turns around. Would do it. Yeah, well, I think you're making a chicken or the egg argument there, Mags. It is because I see your point. You know, is this encouraging of taking that next step to the real thing? 
Right. Just like they say, you know, having legal um, prostitution or porn or things like that. Is that just uh, the gateway drug um, to the real thing? Or is it something, as you pointed out, Pat, that helps kind of quell those urges, you know, where you get, okay, I get to play this out a little bit without doing something right to another living thing that doesn't right. want it done. So you don't have to so you don't have to go on my list of forced vasectomy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, look, have have sex with this emu that's not real and then you, you don't you get it out of what's it? You gotta be tall to do that. I think it comes with a ladder or something or at least a rope and pulley system. Yeah, okay, good. So, some yeah. sort of simple machine. Yeah. Do emus not lay down? Oh, they're laying oh. down when they do it. That's actually. I got you with that one. Look yeah, at your face. Because I, well, because I, I just assumed the emu would be standing. I think we could leave down. it up to the individual uh, how they wish to perform uh, with the uh, fake animal, but you could offer extras. You know what right. I mean? Okay. With your Add-ons, emu, yeah. you can get a step stool. Yeah, you could get a little, little, little. Uh, I was going to say something that I know I shouldn't say that I won't be able to keep in the podcast, but you could also maybe just Bill Cosby. Take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces and nephews. <laughs> just for let the records show that I would support my nieces and nephews if they wanted uh, to get a blow up animal sex doll, if they wanted to create sand art, if they wanted to um, wait outside a, a Pennsylvania Dutch commune for a rum spring. You know, I would support them in any of these ventures. And that's must be why, because I believe in all the times that we've talked, you have such a nice relationship with them. And the fact mm. that like they're not angry at you for dating their friends, if I were to try to date Tina and Jeremy's friends, if they were of age, they would assuredly burn my house down. Yeah, and hey, I don't listen, have the confidence my nieces, to date. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just saying for everybody out there, nieces and nephews make great wingmen or wing people. Excuse me, wing people. Thank you. I mean, I just think that's really impressive. And I'm going to say, you say that universally. You say they make great wing people. Well, I think that also speaks very much to who you are, Wanda, as a person, because you just listed off these things that you said, I wouldn't be bothered. I would be supportive of those choices. And maybe the takeaway for aunts, uncles, and ungendered aunts and uncles listening to this, being supportive of those kids really, you know, there's a relationship there, a real relationship that when you become an adult, you have you have a really nice friendship with your aunt or uncle mm-hmm. or et cetera. It's very easy to tell these kids, hey, knock it the f- off. Yeah. Yeah. They see me as their peer and that's all I want. You know, and I have to ask too, maybe are they so supportive because they know you're not going to hurt their friend. They're just mm-hmm. looking at it like my aunt is going to treat this person right for one night only, or maybe more if they agree to not become emotionally invested. You know, like it it would be different to me if it was a love them and leave them situation with actual love, you know? That's right. You know, whether it is a quickie in the club bathroom or a, a, a long weekend at Sands, at a Sands resort, they know that they are going to be treated with respect and mm-hmm. dignity. And if I do have to let them down, they are let down easily. Yeah. I mean, you're doing it the right way. What is mm-hmm. a Sands resort? Sands Resort. Yeah. That's you get those all inclusive when you go to Mexico. Yeah. You get the sands. Sandals? Sands. Oh, you're right. You're oh, right. I thought it was sands. Is it not sands? 
It is sandals. It's not sands. Well, where do you it's wear sandals? sandals? You wear sandals in the sands. Oh, I so. think I think that's another I, idea. Sands and I'm, grab all the people who grab all the people who think it's sands. Grab them. It's Vegas, right? Is that what you're going to say? Yes, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Uh, you get old old Vegas lounge lizards to to be a target audience on that. But they're old. I may now. be cool and I may be hip, but that doesn't mean. The brain isn't starting to deteriorate. Well, you're in very good company here yeah, because absolutely. I don't remember if I peed yeah. half uh, the time. I'm Can't obsessed wait. with peeing. When's my next pee stop? If I am leaving my home, mm-hmm. I need to know, okay, I'm going here. It's going to take this long. Is there going to be an opportunity to pee on the way? Is there going to be an opportunity to pee the second I get there? Have you ever thought this when you take in public transportation and it's not like uh, an Amtrak or a Metro or something like that where there's bathrooms in it? Have you ever wondered mm. if there was some sort of emergency, number one or number two, if you had to go, that's the last place you would want to go, right? Probably. But don't you yeah. think there should be some? I think there should be a glass box that you can break that has diapers in it. Yeah. Like a fire that's extinguisher. Probably mm-hmm. a better idea. Yeah. Like, and you know, people would, of course, abuse that, but you make mm. it, maybe you, you put in like a, you put in your social security number or something. I don't know what it is. And then you break Birthday, it and yeah. you immediately put on that diaper. Mm-hmm. And yes, is it embarrassing? Sure. But it's better than whatever are happens. You, are you putting it on under your clothes or just? No, you got to put it on over, and I can't help you with that. That's just, I mean, I guess it's up to you at that point. Should yeah. I take off my pants in the subway and put on the diaper? Is that worse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, there was a time when I was in, uh, you know, Mordor, and I was about to get on the subway, and I looked across, like, just a, like a couple feet down from me and made direct eye contact with a woman who was just peeing up against one of those pillars, and she made full eye contact with me as and peed on a pillow. And I was like, wow. If it was the my pillow guy, I would have co-signed that. I hate that guy. Oh, no. I hate that guy as well. But pillow. Yeah, my pillow. This guy's my pillow. Yeah, I hate yeah, that the, guy. Yeah, the my pillow guy. You know the my pillow guy, Wanda? Oh, uh, Mike. Uh, what's his last name? Oh. Is it Mike something? I want to say shit for brains, but I don't think that's it. Yeah, he's terrible. And I can't believe people are buying his pillows because everyone probably comes with some of his sweaty back hair on him. Well, oh. sorry. That's probably how you can tell that I'm probably out of, out of gas here, you know? <laughs> you know what? I, what's All the that? more reason to go electric. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. When this is over, I want to call a young man. I, I'll have to get a name from you, Wanda, and get him on my roof and, and put in some solar panels. See if you can put some on your car because at some point, once we all switch to electric, it's going to, you know, burn out the grid. So you got to figure out a solar power way. And I think if anybody could do that, it would be you, Pat. And I love you oh, for that. Thank you. I'll get on the stick. Yeah. And do, do we have a mantra for this week? We do. Okay. Oh my yeah. God. This is unreal. Sometimes I think Carol Doyle is like somehow tapped into the zeitgeist with this podcast. Here's what this one, this one written by our very own Carol Doyle, the, po- the poet laureate of this show. Uh, <laughs> the ant train has left the station. Just kidding. It would never leave without you. And how does she do it? I don't know. I, she, I know she's hotter. She's so, it's so hot that I think she's reaching and if I don't think this is how brain science works, but it must be activating a part of her brain. She's never used because she's really coming up with some, some one hundreds as the kids say, that's how yeah. they say, is it? It's like is a it? fever dream. She's writing these in. Yeah. 
Yeah, I bet she's not even awake when she writes them. I bet she's falling asleep and the pen falls off, you know, it rolls off and she's asleep. God bless her. I love yeah. her more than I love her more than any live, living or dead, anything that's yeah. ever happened. So I, I say that with love, but I don't know where. It, no, I, I'm trying to say this. I don't know where these come from. Well, I, I really mean this. Wanda, you, I said it, but you inspire me. The way that you yeah. live your life is aspirational. You are uniquely yourself. You have confidence. I live vicariously through you. If you ever want to text me, if you get any dick pics, I'm always open to receiving oh, those. Oh, that would Forward mean the them. world. And I would see chick pics or dick pics. You know, I'd see because oh, yeah, I'm ansexual. But you have to make sure that they they have nieces and nephews because I'm ansexual. So, you know. Absolutely. Oh, it's been such an honor to be with you girls here today. I miss you both so much. Oh, same. Um, Once we, we get have on to one, do of one of those riverboats. Mm-hmm. Yes, we got to get to a riverboat casino soon. Oh, riverboat We've got to do a weekend at a Sands resort. Oh, yes. we've got to go to a Sands. We will yes. be there ready and willing and packed. And who knows? Pat might bring some of her uh, upcycled lingerie. You know, I will. I, that is a promise, and I'll wear it in front of you gals. Oh my That's gosh! Right. I'll have to start working on a swimsuit collection. Oh, please do. So confusing. Yeah, think mm. about something for me, and just keep in mind I okay. don't like to show my knees. Oh, okay, no problem. Okay. Well, we love you so much. Wait, I'm, oh. I'm so sorry. Oh. We got two responses. Uh, we put out a call to action last week, and one of them was to, you know, tell us, well, we've been putting out this call to action for a really long time about looking for threesomes for Pat, you know, interested in something like that. And our friend Tom, our good friend Tom, has invited you to, it's not a sex party, it's a sax party. And <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a sax party, and then a tribute to the great classic rock sax players. And it oh, says, join us for a great night of music and fun. Hear all your favorite hits. Scoochie cooch, neck pregnant. And of course, the classic, you can see yourself right out of this concert. So, you know, I think it's kind of tailored <laughs> to some of our needs, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, Tom also uh, replied and said, of course, I remember Mac the Night. He even made a brief comeback in 2007 until some white supremacist rapper started using his likeness to spew racist crap, which is what our friend Michelle sent me because Mac the Knight is apparently some sort of racist dog whistle now. Oh, so if you got dog whistled by Mac the Knight on a previous podcast and you were like, oh, finally, more white supremacists, you can not only see yourself out of this program, you should see yourself into a therapeutic mental program that deprograms you from your hateful attitude. So goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, just out of curiosity, Wanda, you could say a quick yes or no. Are you familiar with what Mac the Knight is? I am not. Okay. Uh, love you so much, Wanda. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. Love you guys so much. Love you, Pat. Love you, Mags. All right. Hello. Thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, a Baby Makers podcast starring Colleen Doyle as Rance, Pat, and Dana Curcioli as Ranty Max. If you liked this podcast, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review us. Aunt Wanda is the glorious Katie Carson. Katie is an actor who has performed with the Second City, IO, and Annoyance Theaters in Chicago and all over the world. Our theme song was performed by The Cues, and you can follow them at The Cues Music on Instagram. Follow Those Who Ants on Instagram and Twitter, and if you have any questions for the ants, as always, email us at thosewants at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and come on, just call your ants for God's sakes.